0: It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Bigfooty final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. You're listening to Thrill
1: the Chase. Yeah, welcome, everyone. Great to have your company. It's been a fun old day. D-Taggart, well, he hasn't missed much today. He uh, is walking out with a very, very healthy account on the back of some serious wins and some of his best of the day. We're going to keep the momentum rolling here on Thrill of the Chase. John Donohoe with you. Going to be joined by Mitch Abaya very, very shortly. We've still got plenty of races. We're going to keep an eye on the Miles Fitzner double that he sent through before. One leg went uh, went up, got up a little bit earlier. The second leg is about 15 minutes away in the seventh race at Balaclava, number eight ...is the one we need to win. So we'll keep an eye on that. There's still another race to come at Geelong in about a minute and a half. We'll tell you all about that one as well. But join us at any time, 0499 736 736. joins me on the line, as he does each and every Wednesday. Hello, Good
2: day, great man. How are we?
1: Oh, going well. The pockets are full. The boys had a very nice afternoon, so we're always happy on a Wednesday.
2: Ah, uh, beautiful! Now that's uh, that's what we like to see. Uh, I didn't get chance to tune in this other. I've been flat stick, so uh, good to see uh, the Mister D Taggett return to some form because uh, he's been seeing him okay of late. But I reckon not up to his standard of what he would expect. So uh, yeah, no, good, good to see. And I'm sure, geez, if he had to if he had to go home with uh, full pockets and full accounts, he may have struggled to get home with the uh, size of the carry bag he brings in. <laughs>
1: it's been a nice old day for him, I must say. He, uh, he said that he's leaving with a very healthy account at the moment, so we're very happy for him. Uh, how are you, mate? You sounded like you have a bit. You had a very busy day today.
2: Yeah, crazy old day today, and um, had a couple of jobs to do, which uh, they're all well, mainly done. But um, I've been yeah, run off my feet. So I'm a bit. Bit knackered at the moment, but yeah, we'll keep we'll keep pushing on. Wouldn't mind a coffee in maybe the next hour uh, after next hour, so uh, <laughs> that'll get me through to that'll get me through to tonight. But uh, yeah, no, nah, not not too bad, mate. Hopefully, we can find a few winners across this hour, and uh, I reckon my horse, uh, fitness horse, is the same one that I've uh, got a bit of mail on as Ooh, well. So, okay, um, yeah, we'll see.
1: We'll see. We will now. Bonnington put on put on. An absolute clinic last night. He was tipping winners for fun. He told me. So hopefully you'll be able to uh, to do the same because I think we've set some high standards now, Mitch, on, uh, on this program because Bonner's on fire on his birthday last night. It was unbelievable. So um, hopefully it'll start... With Bendigo in about a minute, if you've got an early tip for us as we watch uh, this race at Geelong, but let us know what you... Surely think the about. one
2: wins here, at ben- uh, the one wins at Geelong, surely. Mystery Island been backed off the map.
1: Yeah, it, it was the one with all the money, but Cam Luke uh, gave the tip of Pankhurst as one of his better bets throughout the day, so we'll keep track okay. of that and see see which one can uh, get the chocolates. I must say I've, I've invested on uh, Cam's one, but it's sitting second last at the moment, so... That's, that's never, all right. That's never and it's good. It's never over until the fat lady sings. That is That is a very good point. I've heard that a couple of times. Um. All right. Do you want to keep an eye on this race at Geelong, or do you want to give a quick tip for Bendigo first? No, I'll give a tip for Bendigo. Eye. Yeah.
2: Yeah, now Bendigo is, uh, as we know, is a leader's track, and the red will be leading for a long, long way in this and just hopefully can run out the uh, 500 strong. And I just think that this thing's uh, yeah, pretty well drawn after a nice win last time out and should be winning.
1: All right. We'll keep an eye on that. We'll get to the audio of that in a moment. Number one at Bendigo from Mitchell Bayer. This would start the momentum off very nicely, I reckon, Mitchie. So, I'm. You know what I'm going to do? I'm even going to invest here. I'm going to back you in. in oh, geez, here we go. In this one at uh, at uh, Bendigo. Let's just have a look.
2: What else? We've yeah, got. how are we looking at Geelong? How are we looking
1: at Geelong here? So. I'm just uh, as I put a bet on here, so apologies. Stay with me. Uh, Pankhurst has gone real wide, and I think you, the favourite that you were talking about is about to let down and just absolutely swamp them. So um, but Cam Luke's is coming, but it just it's probably left itself a bit too much work to do. Yeah, the favourite that you mentioned was uh, is going to win here, I think. Oh, here comes Mystery Cam's. Island. Hold on, here comes Cam's. Oh no, the eleven on the inside is going to get the job done. So, so made of iron for the yeah. Ollie
2: D Oliver.
1: Yeah. Wow. Okay. My money's confetti, but uh, that's okay. Pankhurst just gave itself a little bit too much to do. And it wasn't even uh Mystery Island, it was Swiss Hero, my apologies, that uh, came second. So I don't know I don't even know where the favourite ended up.
2: No, uh, it's a uh it's a hard game sometimes the yeah. uh the ponies and it is. Uh, I'm actually um relatively uh decent mates with Campbell Rawilla, who's a, a jockey as we mm. would know and He's, uh, he's just taken up ground training, so I've been talking to him quite often of late. Uh, he says sometimes, you know, they can be blamed for all sorts, the, uh, the jockeys, when it comes to, you know, getting a favourite beat, but sometimes it's not their fault.
1: Absolutely. All right, let's get to Bendigo. Number Ready, one is race, the tip. Ready, seven,
3: Bendigo. They're set. Ready. Racing. And away fast in the centre was Edie, drifts to the lead, coming across though Ishmael. Come on, Ruby. the one. Come this on, Buster. Up. Get around him. he took the lead down the back. Leads from oh. Edie around the outside, then goes Keani Connor, it's ahead of Boom Buster. Midfield three Come kisses. Then Kane, trendy, touchdown, to Second last, Calquint, Vincent, coming up to one something. on the swing for oh, home just and didn't. around the turn. The leader is Ishmael Ruby, trying hard. Edie down the outside. Yeah, Boom. Just Buster. didn't
1: have the but turn Ish-may of foot Ruby. on it, bitch. What a big punch. Nah, I needed to lead. Yeah. Didn't have the turn of foot on it.
2: I thought it would have led from box one and uh, probably the only dog I didn't expect to lead would be uh, Ishmael Ruby. Um, And I tell you what, have a look at the money there. I I probably made a little bingle there, but look at the amount of money that came for Ishmael Ruby. $9 this morning into $1.95. Oh, no. All right.
1: Well, that's okay.
2: That's a big, big go. It's all right. It's
1: all right. Nothing wrong with that. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll bounce back in the next one. What have we got? We've got Bendigo in about 14 minutes again, so uh, we will bounce back there. We've got Mark Rosanowski is going to join us as well throughout the evening Uh, over the next uh, half hour or so. He'll come on. He'll talk about some of the New Zealand racing that uh, we love here at SEN, Mitchie. But as we just go back, let's uh, recap the Meadows from today. Let us know uh, what you think, Mitchell.
2: Yes, yeah, so we had some uh, pretty nice racing today at the Meadows and um, we're getting quite used to this uh, early, well, pretty early start and the races are run and done by about 2 or 3 o'clock. But, um, yeah, race one on the card. Uh, this is a really nice win here to Viking Junior. I think the Greyhound's shown quite a lot of ability across its career without winning enough to date. But uh, this is probably one of the most informed small kennels that I've seen in a long time. Paul Galea from St. Albans, he is, I think he's only got about 3 or 4 dogs. and I think that they've all won over the last nine days, and they are just absolutely rockets. Like so they're airborne. So um, he's doing a fantastic job. Viking Junior won there at four dollars ninety. Um, there was a little bit of trouble on the first turn, and it kicked clear. And the Gambi Belle runs second for Corey Grenfell, and third was the hot favourite dollar twenty went under. Mapunga Mantra ran third, lost by about nine and almost ten lengths. So Viking Junior won by yeah six point four lengths in thirty thirty four. Really nice win, and yeah, Paul Kelly. The train just keeps on rolling, but Mpunga um, mantra was, yeah, it was a tad disappointing. But caught up in a little bit of early bother.
1: Well, that's never good. You don't want to see them get caught up. No, in it's
2: ne- it's never good. No, and we always say that it's best to be out in front and uh the same was the case for the next race uh Flaming Pepper 1 race 2 which was a maiden heat number 2 for Shane Drummond in 30 and 47 at $3.70 beat the favorite Aston Ariane I'm tipping that's named after Ariane Titmus yes. um but Aston Ariane run second was a big run uh didn't quite get there in the end 30 and 56 it went lost by about just over a length and another hot favorite that's gone under so uh, the leaders uh, had seemed to be holding on early on in the day there at the meadows and um yeah, we we can always try and find a favourite to get beat. I know everyone likes to try and find you know something to beat the favourite, but at times they just dead set certainties. But I don't think anyone would have jumped into a dollar twenty in the first race. But uh, saying that, dollar twenty pop in race three, it went under as well. So uh, it's been a bit of a day of upsets so far, not blowouts, but you know handy price winners. And Loxton Bale, who was the winner. Last week on debut, and that was the dog that was $71 into $1.70, it got up it led all the way in 30 and 16 for Corey Grenfell off the red, used the box to perfection, uh, had some nice cover early from fake shot. And uh, Kalinda Lady was probably one of the biggest runs you'll see in a while. If it's not put in your watchdog black book, well, then uh, you're doing something wrong. So go in there and punch in Kalinda, C-O-L-L-I-N-D-A, and then Lady, this dog uh, in the Jason Thompson Kennel, $1. twenty. They backed it for an absolute stack. I think it opened up around the $1. ninety mark. So mm. uh, they didn't miss it, but uh, it missed a kick, found bother, and ran on like a steam train, but just couldn't quite get there. So a really nice winter locks and bale. Uh, and race four on the card, Earthworm Jim. He got up finally. One of the hot pops got up a dollar thirty. There's a few shorties there today, and I think probably most people would have expected it was going to be a favourite sort of day. But Earthworm Jim, one in race four, 30.05, and really smart pup this one, 5.19 to the first marker, 17.88 off the back, and got home really well as well, not, and 12.17, so uh, the helmets have got another fast one, they just keep producing them, I, I don't know, they've got like a little mystery box down there full of, you know, fast pups, or uh, I don't know what it is, but they just keep getting them, it's it's amazing, but yeah, this dog can really run, beat lit Cruiser and Mars Rover, and um, that was probably just the first four races on the card there, and Few shorties that went under and a few second favourites or third favourites that got up.
1: Yeah, and I did remark to Tim O'Connor when we were on the air this morning that yeah, the favourites—if uh, you were backing favourites or you had a multi going all throughout the day with favourites involved—you'd—you'd um, you'd have been filthy because the second favourites or or blowouts tended to happen early doors. But um, yeah, it was interesting to watch early on.
2: Well, the, uh, the funny part about it was that uh, the, the shorties were going down at the meadows, but over in uh, Angle, I think it was Sogola today, uh, one of our good listeners, Remy, he's a, he's a big Adelaide man, and he always sends me his daily tips, and gee, I'll tell you what, he goes all right today. He went 10 from 11 today, 10 from 11. It's oh, astonishing. Wow. But I tell you what, mate, they I, I don't think a dog over $4 or 3 or $4 um, won for the day. Everything was short. Everything was your $1.90 to $2.90, and they just won for fun, the favorite. So if you were a favourite punter there, wow. uh, you would have had an absolute fill-up. And, uh, yeah, it's just interesting across all states, but uh, I'll follow through with a couple more of these uh, races uh, at the Meadows. Race yeah. 5 on the card, Blazing Fury led all the way, 30 and 35 for Steve Collier. They're flying at the moment, beat Shivers and Why Not Lila. Uh, that dog paid $3.50. Uh, race six was a 725 meter race on the card. Overflow Lisa got the Chockeys in good time as well. 42 and 80 beat Flying Foxy who was game, uh, led all the way and got nailed with probably about 20 to go. Uh, Overflow Lisa won, paid 80. Flying Foxy started around the 7.30 mark and probably the biggest run of the day. And this is, it went straight in my black book and I'd been following it for a little while now. It's Sandra's Sticker. Got that far back, it wasn't funny. It was probably 20 lengths off the leader and lost by about five and a half. So uh, Sandra's sticker, um, punch that in the black book, get on next time. Hopefully it draws box eight and there'll be a massive chance. But it, it was probably, yeah, one of the sick beats of the day that we we just hoped didn't get touched and found that much bother and still thundered home. But uh Jenner won race seven over the 5.25. Uh, this greyhound was backed off the map, about $2 into $1.40, led all the way. Seemed to be a bit of a theme, didn't it? When you, you lead at the meadows, it's pretty hard to mow them down uh, unless you're running blistering time. So, Electrogena won in 30 and 27. I think this dog's got a little bit of ability and um, flies for the first couple of splits. And Chill Webby was good. He's uh, he's getting on in age now, but he's, he's gone pretty well. And uh, uh, Mountain View Emma run third mm. uh, and race eight on the card, the last leg of the quaddy. Tinsley Bale for Samantha Grenfell led all the way. He paid 11.90. So, a bit of a blowout there. Titan Blazer, the red hot favourite, twenty pop went under. Um, disappointing run, the dog's got so much ability but uh, is still young and learning so Tinsley Bell got the chocolates over ringer ranger and Titan Blazer
1: certainly did, a few people asking what was the uh, what was the the next leg of or the final leg of the double it is Balaclava race 7 Mitch number 8, Grace, the Gracie Bird Gracie Bird, Gracie yeah, Bird. That's so currently at $2.35 fixed or uh, $4.30 on the tote so uh, yep. get amongst it because I might even invest Mitchell, I think I might have some hard earned on it
2: yeah, yeah, this one will be uh, it'll be very, very hard to beat. I'll tell you right now. One of our uh, one of our class tipsters, the Fitzner, if he's pushing you into it, well, uh, I'm just suggesting get on.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, the first leg got up uh, in nice fashion, so we will uh, we will cheer at home. Are you having a bet on it?
2: Uh, I will be. I, uh, I've already got a, I've already got a few multis going with it, so I don't uh, I don't particularly need to, but I might just uh, go a little bit on it.
1: Beautiful. All right. Well, we will. Uh, we'll have. A what look was the first
2: leg? What was the first leg? If you first leg don't mind me asking, race, I didn't. Uh, race, I didn't catch it.
1: Race two, number one, fighting McLaren, paid two dollars sixty.
2: dollars oh, two sixty into about the you yeah, know so two fifty mark. So, so yeah, pretty five, handy double.
1: It was about a five dollars 5. five fifty six bucks. Five fifty. Yeah, five fifty six bucks, whatever it was. Uh, yeah, nice. Sort of multi. So yeah, we're uh, we're waiting with beta breath. What we might do so that we get back for it, Mitch, is we'll take a break yeah. now. Uh, yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back for that race. We'll have a look at Balaclava. We'll cheer at home, and then we'll get stuck into some more um, action from the world okay. of and if, racing. Go.
2: and if they've got time, the three each way at Albion Park. I know it's uh, pretty mm-hmm. close to jumping, but yep. uh, I don't mind it each way. Nine fifty.
1: Beautiful. All right. More from Mitcha Bayer very shortly. And to talk to Mark Rosanowski this hour as well. Don't go anywhere. This is Thrill of the Chase.
4: Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase.
1: Welcome back, uh, everyone. As uh, I tell you what, it looks like Addictions is going to win and uh, Gracie Bird just uh, gave itself a little bit too much to do. It might fall into third, which it does, but Addictions gets the job done there, Mitch, and I tell you what, that was a tough watch. Addictions just brained them in the end, paid 340.
2: Yeah, it's a hard one at times when, yeah, you expect them to win, but uh, first up, from uh, a little spell, and yeah, I expected it to win. I thought uh, the amount of money that came for it, that it was just uh, going to get in a nice posse and blow them away, but not to be.
1: Yeah, disappointing there. But anyway, that's all right. We. Uh, it happens. It yeah, happens, mate. Yeah, it does, certainly, and that is the punt for you. I mean, you you can't win every race. It would be nice if we could, but we've seen no. this a couple of times before. Uh, all right, Bendigo. We've got Mary Barrow. We might leave alone for now, but we'll get a tip from you at Bendigo if we can.
2: Yep, yeah, I'll give you a tip for uh, Bendigo, and geez, you're not you're not keen on uh, tipping winners at uh, Maryborough? Oh, because no, I reckon I'll, no, I'll be no, able to find got, one. If you've got, yeah, one the Mary three, Burrow. the three, Sorry. Sorry. The, th- the three Aussie, no, the three Aussie Pride each way.
1: Right, okay, three Aussie Pride each way. We'll, I meant we'll, uh, we might not take it, but now that you've given a tip, no, I know we're gonna, yeah. we're
2: taking, we're taking, we're taking Bendigo Greyhounds yeah. though because I've got one there and I reckon it's supreme each way value, and that is number seven Seabrook Stack. This greyhound, uh, it's got a very good record at Bendigo. uh, 29 starts for six wins and eight places. PB, 28-14. If it runs that, it'll blow this field to pieces. Uh, Its last one was massive behind Sugar Spice, who is actually the favourite. And Sugar Spice, the record off box one isn't that crash hot. Four starts for one placing. Hasn't won. Uh, I just think it doesn't like the pressure. So I'm liking Seabrook Stack from drawn out wide. Nine starts for four wins off box seven. And I just think it'll be in a nice spot and be too strong for him.
1: Absolutely. All right. We'll, uh, we'll come back to that there in a moment. If you were playing at Ipswich as well, uh, it was one from seven and three. Uh, one from three and seven, I should say, uh, in the eighth at Ipswich. So there's still a few horse races going around as well, Mitch, and uh, we will uh, keep you up to date on all of those. But Bendigo, just moments away, disappointed with that run from Gracie Bird. I think I said yeah, to you, I uh. I think I said to you in the ad break as well. I was worried about addictions, not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but anyway. I
2: know, I know. Now I've uh, got a little bit of a uh, little bit of feedback here that says it uh, ran into the back of one early, crunched mm. into the back of one. Mm. Yeah, no. So that makes like, life a little tougher. Looked
1: like it did it the hard way, to be honest.
2: Um,
1: but that's okay. That's all right. These these things happen. These things do happen.
2: Yeah, and uh, the 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 hard part yeah. is that a lot of people, when you give a tip, they just they just expect it to win. Yeah. Uh, and it it doesn't always it doesn't always go to plan. And no. when it, when it goes to plan, you look like a genius. But when it goes down, well, it's pretty tough. But anyway, we'll get the Seabrook stack up here at Bendigo.
1: We certainly will. We'll head to Bendigo in just a moment. Yep, let's get there now.
3: On Sugar spice at two forty. Green light, set to go. Race eight from Bendigo. They're ready, set racing. Away fast was Sugar Spice, the favourite off the inside. It's going to lead to the first turn. Leads by two lengths. Getting up along the inside. Another episode. Out deeper on the course. Seabrook Stack making ground with Flaming Moses. In behind them, Litigator Trust I Seek. And then came Arrow the Pushed out the pack with Star Ballerina before the home turn. And Sugar Spice is still in front. Leads by two lengths. Flaming Moses getting up along the inside. And then came another episode. Sugar Spice in front. Flaming Moses driving hard. They hit the line. Sugar Spice I think held on and beat Flaming Moses the Photo third, another episode fourth in trust. Favorite gets the job done there. Number one from the eight and the two, so one,
1: eight, and two. There, that was, uh, that was yeah, that's not ideal. The... I
2: heard I heard Seabrook stack lobbed third early, and I thought, Oh, here we go, we're on. But uh, unfortunately, I don't have the vision here in front of me, so I can't really uh, see what happened mid race, to be honest. So, uh, that's disappointing.
1: Oh, well, as, as you said, we can't you know, they can't win them all, so that's fine. Do you want to take the uh, the back end of this? Race at Maryborough, see where the three ends up?
2: Yeah, no worries at all.
0: Shallow Beach can't go on, leaving the 1-1 Aussie Pride 3. they got to the death pretty comfortably. As Shallow Beach dropped back sharply. Espro L around the outer. Le Billigieu up on the pegs. Major Banks dragged back by a tiring Shallow Beach. Then came Ghost of Time out of the blue. Went up the inside, but he's going great. Guns, Captain Wilson, 300 out. 27.8, third quarter. On track for a fast time, and it's Captain Wilson. Leads five metres in second place. Aussie Pride, sports Chronicle in third spot, but Captain Wilson's going great. Guns into the straight, 150 to go. Leads by seven metres. Aussie Pride in second and play sports chronicle third out of the blue from well back fourth. But Captain Wilson, brilliant performance, leads throughout, and Captain Wilson's won it by six. So what? Because you tipped it
1: each way, Mitch. We did push it each way, it pays 260 top tote. So that's money in the pocket. That's always handy.
2: That is, yeah, it's good. Hopefully someone took the exactor as well, or the favourite to beat the three would be nice, but um, gee, I might have to uh, take up the old harness tipping in opposed to the grounds because no, no, I've seen them dare. a bit better. Don't you dare. Nah, I'm, only, I'm only staring.
1: <laughs> don't you dare. Uh, I don't assume you've done any Richmond form.
2: <laughs> uh, the, I don't mind. What about you, the four?
1: The four. All right, we'll keep an eye on that one as well. While we do keep an eye on that, uh, do you want to have a look at the races run so far at Bendigo today?
2: Yeah, couldn't uh, couldn't think of anything better to do. Uh the Bendigo yeah, I've, I've uh I, I put that in my rundown, so uh you were reading my mind there, mate. But uh yeah, the racing up at Bendigo been fantastic. It is uh a tier three status events up there today, but tell you what, Blue Redeemer won the first in great fashion, twenty-four twenty-four. Um that that's a really nice run for uh, a lower class of race. It uh it went to the front off box eight and blew them away. One by almost five lengths and running away. So it was a really nice win. Uh, Race two on the card was Rare Sapphire. It led all the way off the red for Scotty Melville, and he's been in great form. $8.80 this thing's paid, beat Queen Lisa and Slap Fizz, and um, that's the maiden there run and done for uh, Rare Sapphire. It goes on to a grade seven status now. And, yeah, Scott Melville who has been in some really good form. Uh, The third race on the card was Mad Brax uh, for Nathan McKay. Um, and this dog, yeah, led all the way again. It's a, It's been a leader's day. There's not many dogs, you know, leading and getting run down. So, uh, Mad Brax got up in 24.42, $5.10. The favorite run second, bewitched, uh, for Scott Stefanos, and uh, marrying run third for uh, Kevin Ashton. And yeah, it was a um, Interesting start to the card there. We obviously saw quite a few favourites, and the favourites continued to roll on in race four. Motorhead Motorhead Mo for Katrina Evans won in 24-21, a really nice run. Beat Colville Jewel and Call Me Molly. Um, yeah, that, that exact paid paid right there. It's paid around the $24 mark for uh, Colville Jewel to run second and uh, gave a side out in front, just got mowed down by uh, the better dog. And yeah, this dog won by about almost four lengths, so a really nice win there. So um, how do we go at Richmond? Came, Any luck?
1: We came f- uh, third, and it was it, it jumped out of the gate really well and then just sort of went back in the field a little bit. So it was one from two and four. One, two and four. Sure she is at $3.10. Got Around the, the mark. Just can't there. nail them. You were close. You've been close, and I reckon you're just setting up nicely for one now.
2: Yeah, I've got a, I've got a few best bets tonight, so hopefully we can uh, land a couple of those. But race five at Bendigo, uh, Matting, Mattingly Mag- uh, Magic won for uh, Johnny Mannion uh, in 28 and 68. Uh, $2.20 favourites, uh, punters would be uh, pretty happy with that. Army's Remy uh, run second in 28 and 79. And Little Miss Me run third for Robbie Hayes. Uh, race six on the card was a grade five over the five hundred. Uh, won by Swarm for Barry Milne. Greyhound's got a bit of ability. Uh, paid three seventy on the Billy Goat. Buster's choice run second, and Crosswind run third. Uh, they ran a tad slower here, twenty eight and eighty eight. Um, but uh, they don't pay on times; they pay on crossing the post first. So Swarm got the chocolates there. And uh, in race seven, the race we just seen Ishmael Ruby. That's a really nice time, twenty eight and thirty eight. Beat Edie and Boom Buster. Uh, two dollars forty for Ishmael Ruby. Nine dollars in the two forty—a massive move—and. Uh, When you see moves like that, you tend to just jump on.
1: Yeah, you absolutely do. All right. Do we have time, Mitch, to quickly take a news break? We do. We'll come back. We'll speak to Mark Rosanowski very quickly. I'll leave you and him to chat about uh, New Zealand racing, and then we can continue on with uh, with our show. Are you happy with that?
2: Love it. Perfect. Sounds great. Let's do it. They're about
1: to run the 7th at Kenzie at Randwick as well. We'll give you a result of that on the other side of the news headlines. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase. Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase, the concluding stages here of this race at Ranwick. There's a couple of them. The three favourites in the market are about to get through. Let's see who wins. It was, oh, geez, there was one on the inside in the blue that just beat out um, the one on the outside. So we'll see what the result is there. But I think the one on the inside definitely got the job done, Mitch. I know that's not great uh radio at all but let me just have a look good race calling yeah no not great but that's okay uh we'll have a look at that we'll give you the result of that one uh the one on the outside number one got its head down so it looked like it may be able to have um to won that race king's hair but uh the two on the inside mayfair spirit was also prominent so there'll be a photo here they're just showing the close-up. Let's see who got there. Oh,
2: gee whiz. the hardest thing sometimes with the horses yeah. compared to the dogs because the dogs are so small you can always see the coloured rug, yeah, the whereas two... the horses, it's they're all wear the same rug, but it's just with the numbers on it.
1: The two got its head down just at the right time uh, based on the photo. So Mayfair spirit, if anyone had that, I must say I'm a bit flack So I was on the thing on the outside that was flashing late King's hair, but uh, the lost by a nose there. Nah, so anyway, bugger. anyway, that's okay. Um, we bounce back and we go again. Uh, yeah, so Jojo was a man I think finished in third. All right, Mitchy. Uh, now, what I'm going to do is you can ru- run us through um, something here in a sec.
2: I'm just going to call
1: uh, Mark Rosanowski. So you feel free to give the listeners any uh, any information we need to know before we get to Mark.
2: Yep. So uh, there's a couple of uh, talking points that I would like to uh, touch on that have been in Greyhound Racing. Well, the last day or two, and uh, one of those is the Sale Greyhound Racing Club um, doing wonderful things for the community down there in the uh, Gippsland region. And I tell you what, they've uh, they've generated or uh, well, raised thirty thousand uh, dollars and donated that to ten organisations down there. And uh, I think that's absolutely fantastic. I know that Greyhound Racing Clubs are they are probably doing it a little tougher at the moment without having um, you know a lot of people. On, on course where they'd usually you know be coming down for a nice night, have a few drinks, have something to eat. So um, it's only been restricted to participants. But to raise thirty thousand um, dollars the club and you know donate that to these are the organizations that the money has gone to. Um, the stout Uh, The Scout Association, uh, Stratford Cricket Club, Rosedale and District uh, Historical Society, Hayfield Vintage Machinery Group, Hayfield Bowls Club, Mafra Cricket Club, Boysdale Briagalong Junior Football Netball Club, Gippsland Lakes Roller Derby, Wellington (laughs) Toy Library, and the Briagalong Primary School. Well, I tell you what, that is absolutely outstanding work by them, Um, and yeah, split the money uh, amongst those and donated it to me. I think that's fantastic and a lot of a lot of praise has to go to the Sale uh Greyhound Racing Club.
1: Did I hear you say the um the Roller Derby Club?
2: Yes, the Gippsland Lakes Roller Derby. You
1: are kidding me, aren't you? That is Why? Sick. Oh, I've just never heard of a Roller Derby Club in my life. Never? Never. Never.
2: No, well, you I mean, learn something every day, you so do. it's not you do. it's uh I'm sure they'd be over the moon.
1: They would. Absolutely. Uh, Hey, very quickly before we get back to all of that, let's get a Greyhound New Zealand update with Mark Rosanowski. New Zealand Greyhounds, the first bet Sunday through Friday. Go to grnz.co.nz. And, Mitch, I'll, uh, I'll leave you and Mark to discuss things. Welcome, Mark.
4: Yeah, g'day, John. Uh, Good to be with your team. Hope you haven't uh, been shaken up this week. We certainly have here, but uh, (laughs) it wasn't an earthquake this time around. It was just some news that one of our key tracks has been closed down temporarily, we hope.
2: Hey, Rosso. uh, Mitchell Bayer here. Thanks for joining us once again. And love having a chat when it comes to Greyhound Racing New Zealand. And yeah, as uh, as you just mentioned, uh, I noticed the other day that there was a a, a race meeting abandoned. Can you tell us a little bit about it? Because uh, that's pretty intriguing stuff.
4: Yeah, it certainly is, Mitch. Look, last week I was uh, talking about a couple of fairly tasty clashes that I was looking forward to on Friday night at Hattrick Raceway where the Wanganui Greyhound Racing Club race every Friday night. That's their feature meeting. They also have a low-grade meeting on a Wednesday as well. So they are twice a week there, and they actually host more Group 1 races than any other club in the country as the calendar stands at the moment. Well, on Thursday, fairly much out of the blue, it was announced that racing would be successful there temporarily uh, until an independent review was uh, taken up. Now, there have been a number of abandonments at Hatrick for a variety of reasons, it's got to be said, over the last 18 months. And there have been some issues around the track, which often seem like they've been sorted at least temporarily. And then, you know, we have another meeting where things don't go. Quite so well. Now, Wednesday before last, we got nine races through a 15 race card, and the plug was pulled by the stipendiary stewards because they were unhappy with the nature of the track and a couple of the injuries that had occurred, particularly one that was free of interference. So, um, that uh, drastic move has been taken, and not only that, it was only a week out from heats uh, for our uh, premier Group 1 Wanganui Cup and Group 2 Wanganui Stayers. So again, uh, Central District's trainers in particular, but trainers around the country who are eyeing those features uh, sort of blindsided a little, a little by this move. We can only take the positives out of it and hope um, that the independent review and whatever they do to that track will future-proof it um, going going ahead. Uh, if it's not one thing, it's
2: another. And uh, greyhound tracks, tracks, there's, uh, there's a lot of work to be done in maintenance. I know uh, my old man works at uh, a few of the tracks here in Victoria and uh, there's, there's the track staff do a great job, but yeah, trying to up, you know, keep them in as best a state as they can, and they're always being uh, the weather th- plays a bit of a part. But uh, what's the what's the plan for those sort of those races now? That as you said, they hold uh, they hold the most uh, group races or feature races there at that track. Is are they going to be relocated to another venue or
4: just postponed? They will be postponed. We're hoping that at some point later in the season we might be able to run the Wanganui Cup and potentially the Wanganui Stairs. The next premier meeting in New Zealand now will be the New Zealand Cup meeting at uh, Addington and Christchurch in the second week of November. But in terms of the racing at Hattrick, um, the Friday night meetings will now be run by the Palmerston North Greyhound Racing Club. Now that track is about an hour away from Wanganui, but it is a a large horseshoe-shaped track with a big sweeping bend and two long straights, so it's very different to Hattrick, and the sprint distance is 410 metres compared to 305, so there's certainly some dogs that just cannot run that. So um, there are some issues there. I know they are looking at Palmerston North at potentially having a temporary shorter distance than 410 metres, but that's provided they can do some trials uh, that uh, that deem that to be uh, to be safe and worthwhile. It does mean we get some very good racing at Palmerston North, and on Friday, uh, we'll see race 4 number 4 at 3.45 New Zealand time, and we're three hours ahead of you this week, because we went to Daylight Saving uh, last weekend. Uh, Mustang Charlie are lined up for a second oh. time in New Zealand now. Yeah, now... I was talking about him last week and his clash on, on the Sunday show anyway, Kiwi Chasing, up against Be Lucky Banjo. Well, Mustang Charlie was a $1. thirty favourite, was beaten by Be Lucky Banjo. Um, both dogs were in a bit of trouble in the race, and they actually came together at the top of the straight. Very good effort from Be Lucky Banjo to win. Encouraging effort from Mustang Charlie after, after a poor start and a bump but I expect to see a good Mustang Charlie in race for number four on Friday at Palmerston North. Is
2: there any other best bets uh, on Friday down there? I know Mustang Charlie's a very fast dog, and uh, from the experiences down here in Victoria, he he's not, the, uh, he's not the greatest when he cops a bump or two, but when he get it, gets out on the bunny, boy, oh, boy, he can run the hands off the clock. Is there any others outside of him that uh, might be worth looking at?
4: Yeah, look, I've, I've still I've still got thoughts that Mustang Charlie might be good enough to win the New Zealand Cup on the second week of November. So uh, to do that, he'll be, want to be winning uh, in Class Three company on Friday. Um, look, I, I'm going to throw a, a dog out that should pay tasty odds, and funnily enough, it's called Big Time Tasty. It's, um, it's in race three, dog two. It's at 3.29 our time, remembering we're three hours ahead. Um, big time, tasty, has been a bit ordinary of late, I've got to say. But the last couple of runs have been over 645 metres. Uh, we'll be strong and ready, very fit, and comes back to a track it goes all right at, drawn in close. And I think, the as I say, the odds will be reasonable. Should be, given the form and the opposition. But worth a punt, I think. Race three, number two, big time, tasty, Friday, Looking for odds there. Looking for decent odds there. Wouldn't be on unless we're getting six or seven.
1: Hey, Rozo. Uh, sorry, um, sorry, Mitchie. We we got to keep moving. We have got Bendigo coming up. Rozo, we appreciate you jumping on the line, joining us. We'll talk to you on Sunday. We're not sure who's uh, who's hosting because Miles is having a day off. But uh, we'll one way or another, we'll speak to you on Sunday.
4: I look forward to that. All I want, gentlemen, is a normal week.
1: Please. <laughs> we, hey, Nothing's normal anymore in this world, and we hope that we can get the same. Thank you, <laughs> Rosso. I appreciate it.
4: That's a fact. Catch ya.
1: Good on you. Mark Rosanowski there joining us from uh, Greyhound Racing, New Zealand. Mitchy, quickly, Bendigo. The
4: 6, the 6H six way,
2: the 6H way, a fair fantasy.
1: All right. Well, we'll get there now. It's
3: dollars under today's offers are racing offers through Tab. they set at Bendigo racing away fast out wide yes send it. it's going to cross over and take the lead ahead of a Fair Fairnessy driving up along the inside Crookshank and also there Major China so Major China gets to second it's ahead of Crookshank and then came Blazing Zara around the outside of Fair Fantasy. it's ahead of Shell City and a gap to Ronnie Arlo on the swing for home yes send it's still in front out by three on Major China trying hard yes send it's in front and it's sent it right. yes send it by three length second Major China third Crookshank fourth getting home Blazing Zara yes yeah,
1: send it uh, at 1280 that's nice Yeah, it's a good name. It's a great name for a greyhound. Yes, send it. Uh, The eight gets, uh, well, it jumped out well and uh, just got across them and was able to hold off the favourite major China. Looks wet there at Bendigo, so I imagine that rain is going to come to us very, very soon. Eight, three and one. Your number's there in the ninth at Bendigo. Uh, Mitch, we might get to a break. We'll, uh, We'll be able to cover off a few things on the other side of it. We've got Maryborough, so you have a look. You've, uh, you've hit some form there in the harness. You have a look at the race at Maryborough, race number eight. And we'll come back and we'll uh, we'll wrap things up. We'll run through anything else we need to discuss. John Donahoe, Mitch Bay, with you. This is Thrill of the Chase.
4: Welcome back to Thrill of the Chase.
1: Nice to have your company on Thrill of the Chase, Mitch. Uh, it's funny, in the ad breaks, in the ad break. Two people texted us on oh four double nine seven three six seven three six Mark from Melbourne. Good to put his name to it. Uh, any chance of getting suggested bets out before the race is closed? Now neither of those neither of those greyhounds won, so I'm not sure what they're complaining about. But we will get them out. No, of I there. know, I know. We'll get them out. We of will, Melbourne, we will. We just but
2: we had to chat to Rosso, um and unfortunately,
1: I'm not sure. Uh, I know
2: I'm, if they were both winners, then I'd be expecting Rockstone.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So come on, guys. We we have a few. Uh, Obligations we got to get to here, and we will try and get these uh, get these out as quick as we can. But none of those that Mitch has tipped so far have been um, winners, and we have gotten them out usually quite early. So bear with us, please. But yes, we will get them out. Uh, Mark from Melbourne, thanks for putting your name to that, and uh, someone else saying quicker tips would be nice. Thanks, we'll get them out very very soon. Mary Burrows in one minute. What do you got for us?
2: Yeah, well, well, uh, defensive guy. Uh, number four, race uh, sounds, race eight here. If you, sounds like of yeah. our listeners. <laughs> yeah, at times yeah. No, uh, it's been backed quite heavily in the last few minutes two twenty-five twenty five into a dollar eighty five. Um, oh, I think it's I think it's gonna be pretty hard to beat. It, it looks like you know pretty pretty smart type, mate. Um, lost to Olavici last time, and I think Olavici goes right. So we're gonna go with defensive guy the four, um, and then we're gonna take an exacter four to beat nine six and seven. Four to beat
1: nine, six and seven, and four one out. All right. Four to beat nine, six and seven for anyone out there playing race eight, Maryborough, four one out and four to beat nine, six and seven in a All right,
2: Correct. That's the one. This, This is good.
1: This is not bad from Gino. The way people complain, you would think they are paying for these tips. Thanks for what you provide. Thank you, Gino. Thank you for that. We appreciate that. <laughs> um, no, we will get them out earlier. We we do have a little bit of an obligation. We do to, our best. If we, if we are uh, tipping. But, um, yeah, we just went a little bit uh, longer with Rosso. But that's okay because we like to give a bit of love to Greyhound Racing New Zealand.
2: We do. And, um, you know, it's always good to have a chat and find out mm. what's going on over there with the dogs. So, um, All right. Yeah, sorry, sorry, listeners. And hopefully we can find a couple over the next uh, 10 or so minutes.
1: Absolutely. Let's take this race in at Maryborough. Then we've got Bendigo. We'll be back with plenty of time, so don't worry. We've got that in seven minutes' time, and we'll be off air for that one, so you can give a nice early tip uh, before we head out. But let's take this race at
0: Maryborough over the 21.90. Misses it a bit under 10 metres, the favourite but he's done his chances no good as the green light comes up on the big screen company gate there away jessica story and festive as both came out galloping towards the outer sunny boy best one in front straight to the lead from the outside barrier for jack sullivan leads by six meters a mile and a quarter to go after a furlong in second place surprise to me san antonio rose drops onto the pegs the light blue and yellow diamonds modic stride in fourth place green and yellow the inside is majestic matador and then she sails in the one one about four meters the sergeant three back the outside now the Blue jacket is defensive guy, fall back in the running line. 35 metres off the lead as they head down the bend stud back straight. About four and a half meters to watch and act. And then there's twenty five as they head down the back to the mile mark to Jessica's story. And a gap of door 200 metres to the one that's just entering the back straight now. Festive as the former pacer got it wrong at the start. Just leaving the bend stud back straight now is Sunny Boy. He leads nine metres and he's going hard. Forty four point three the lead time is about point one of a second quicker than average. But he's out nine metres in front. Now Kez is setting defensive guy uh, ran into the death after blooming the start. So the favourites up without cover now which you wouldn't have thought a circuit ago would be the case. On the peak surprise to me will await the Sky Valley sprint lane. Monarch strides now 1-1. San Antonio Rose three back down on the inside. Majestic or four back. She sails three back the outside. They back the first quarter off to 31.2. The Sergeant four back the outer. Four and a half metres watch and act five back. 25 Jessica Storey and 200 defensive as at the bell. 1,000 meters allowed have to go, Sunny Boy's not waiting for no one, leads by 9 metres, Jack Sullivan in the red and black colours out of the straight, second surprise to me, 3 metres defensive guy who's been set a task on the outside, has to lead up the one wide line, but he is trotting a bit better now as so they go past the McPherson's printing group 800 and they've gone through the tw- second quarter 29.9, Sunny Boy's out 15 into their last half mile, second surprise to me, the outside is defensive guy, 3 metres San Antonio Rose, Monic stride 1-1, one one. travelling strongly, about 20 25 off the lead, though. One out and one back, but Chris Lang sitting there quietly. Tracked by She Sales. 30 off the lead. Then came Majestic Matador. In between runners next is the sergeant. Watch and act as deeper. 40 Jessica Story. Festive Az is just coming inside the last 700. Still sunny boys in front, but he's under pressure now. 29.3 the third quarter. Leads by 7 metres. Now 4 metres in second place. Defensive guys making ground. Here's Modic Strong. We'll
1: just come back there into the final straight, Mitch, because we, uh, we do need to get a tip out for Bendigo and, uh, and finish up with your best bets but it looks like the leader there is going to be the seven and it looks like it'll hold on for the win we'll give you the final numbers there no have I dark clouded it oh that's close that's a photo all right Mitch give us your uh give us your tips and then we'll uh, we'll give you the result there
2: all right so uh at bendigo here uh, I think it's a pretty tricky race but the eight's got a lot of early speed auntie Mary and should be able to cross them from the outside so that's my tip there. And then I've got some best bets tonight. Race one, number one at Geelong. Uh, This dog's been backed off the map. Its name is Ryko Flash. It's into $1.70. So race one, number one at Geelong. Uh, My other best bets on the card came in race four, number two, Tigalong Gas. That's around the $4 mark. So race four, number two at Geelong. And then we go over to Ballarat. And I had, uh, I think, one or two at Ballarat. They were race one, number six, Big John, around the $2.16. Uh, that was race one, number six, Big John. And the other best bet there would have been, I'm just dragging it up now, it was race three, number six, Purple Storm. Race one, number six, and race three, number six at Ballarat. All right, beautiful. Anything else you want to leave us with over the next minute or so? No, not really, mate. Uh, it's a pretty handy night of racing tonight. Hopefully the weather holds off and we can get some half-season racing in. Be sure to tune in to the lids Fly tomorrow tomorrow uh, Oh, it's going to be Jay bon again, yes. uh, myself, and the Watchdog, and um, as we us we go head to head and uh, try and find some winners, and we usually uh, we usually run a pretty pretty good uh, show on a Thursday night and find plenty of value as well. So I uh, look forward to that, and hopefully, a few of the listeners can tune in and uh, send us through a few of their tips.
1: Absolutely, and the tip here for Bendigo was number eight. I've got i I've got an auntie called Mary, so I'm going to back it. I'm going to back it just for a little own yeah, bet.
2: So. Yeah, so did
1: I. Yep, there you go. So, uh, Mitchy, you've been great as always, mate, and we'll uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, we'll do it again. Well, I'll see you. Can't tomorrow, wait, mate. I'll see yeah, you. Yeah, tomorrow. tomorrow and Friday. Beautiful. All right, mate. All the best. We'll talk to you soon. We'll do. Mitch Abaya there joining us. You'll hear him on the lids fly tomorrow night. Don't miss that. That's going to be a lot of fun. I'll be back tomorrow. More trackside with Taggart and Luke. It's going to be big. Bye for now.